How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You know, uh, I'm retiring this year from school system, so I'll have better availability, but uh, that'll be uh, work more full-time with the church, so that'll be a lot better. Oh, yeah. That's good, man. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. So you're retiring at the end of this school? Yes, sir. I have about one more month left, and then I'm out of the school system. Nice. Yeah. Now you can be your own man, use your own time for your own self. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. That's, that's <laughs> nothing it's, like it's that, my Bill. own mind a little bit about something that's going Things are going on. Yes, absolutely, man. What a mess, huh? Oh, it is. It's terrible. It's a, it, everything. Yeah, everything's a mess. <laughs> and it's going to get, it's, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is it going to get worse or better? Oh, it's going to get worse. It's going to get much worse. Right. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, what are we the people to do knowing that it's going to get worse? How should we handle that? Well, I think at this point, um, and all the, lo- all the while we should have been, interested in uh, converting people to Jesus Christ and getting and getting people uh, lined up spiritually and that that will of course and then when they do that of course that will that'll assist the what's happening in our country anyway uh, that, that will be a byproduct of it but uh, if we need to be saving souls is what we need to be doing yeah yeah because if they have not returned to the father they won't be able to handle what's down the That's pipe, right. coming. People are already tripping out. Suicide rate going up. Families are right. not getting along. Uh, and just friendships and things are ending. And, and they're already tripping out this idea about uh, depression and everything. Everybody and their mama on depression pills, anxiety yeah. pills, this up, baby Jessica's daddy. And if they can't handle this now, they will not be able to handle things to come. That's for sure. That's right. That's right. I mean, we, I mean, the drug use is very, very bad. I mean, in the schools, the, the children that are on medications, I mean, the, the meds that are pushed out at schools are, it's absolutely a stunning. Yeah. It's, it's stunning to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they're, they're mostly kids without, without fathers in the home. Yeah. They have, um, they have mothers that don't care and, and they're living with step parents or, or no parents at all. And it's just, you know, it's really, very sad. One last thing about that, I think, is what I've been, I've been surprised about lately. I can't tell you the number of adults I've met, young adults I've met, who, were, who pair who were drug addicts. You know, right. when I was growing up, I never heard of a parent being a drug addict. And now no. so many kids are being, their parents are drug addicts. Right. Well, well, the American system, the, our governmental system of socialism has subsidized that. We've subsidized the poor on the drugs, those who are those who have strung out and are not working, we've subsidized them to have children. And so the government has become the father. And so when the government's the father and we're subsidizing the women to have more and more children and no repercussions, there are there is no uh, there is no accountability uh, financially with these people. There's no accountability with them uh, socially and morally. There's no accountability on that, and and we continue to pay to have for them to have children. So when they do that, when that happens, that's what we're going to expect. 
This is this is what socialism does, and that's why it brings everybody down very, very far. Yeah, absolutely. Bill, you wrote an article recently titled ESG, Equal Step Socialism. What is that exactly? Well, so, socialism, let's uh, kind of back up. Socialism is a, is a godless system in which they force uh, the, the top, top-down control of government that forces its agenda on an entire country. Freedom is gone, and so uh, I am going, as a government, I force you to pay for the things that I think are good. doesn't matter if you think they're good or not. doesn't matter if you're supportive of it or not. You're going to, you're going to do it because I am going to force you. So that's socialism, and it's basically communism uh, without the gun so far. Because so, communism is socialism with a gun. That's all that it is. Communism is socialism, Marxism. Right. Okay. So, so stealth socialism, what's happening in our country, we have socialism basically with the redistribution of wealth. That's what socialism is, and that's what we have going on. It's strong government to redistribute the wealth. But the government also has its own doctrine because it's godless. God, so a God-centered worldview is based upon... I, I understand what's going on in this world, and I and this world, is, but however, it's not my home. And my ultimate home, the ultimate good, is heaven. So I, even though I want to take care of my home and do what is right and and uh, be God-fearing while I'm here, I, my ultimate goal is heaven. But socialism has its ultimate goal is here. So the, the religious element of it is, for example, environmentalism. So... The government wants you to fund their environmental initiatives and projects. How are they going to do that? How are they, go- how are they going to force that to be the case? Well, we have, we have a top-down control. So stealth socialism is, instead of, instead of coming around and saying, okay, well, here's how we're going to do it. You're going to give so much money to this particular project. Now they have got, they have forced through the Securities and Exchange Commission. They forced many of the companies such as BlackRock and so forth to buy into the environmental agenda, the green gospel. And so the, even though BlackRock, the investors in it will lose money as they did last year, they still are going to be interested in environmental, it's ESG, environmental social governance, environmental. So your money, so you, for example, you would think that all right, I'm going to give money to an investment program, investment company, and they're going to try to get the best money back for me for my retirement, right? That's how we normally think of it. Right. Not so anymore. You're going to give money to BlackRock through your Edward Jones account or whatever, and they're going to be they're in the green agenda, so they're going to be putting money into environmental programs or giving money to foreign countries and that kind of thing, instead of trying to get money back because they're, they're interested in the environment and socialism. So the companies are going to have a grading system, and they're going to be graded by the Security and Exchange Commission as to how well they actually participate in this pro- program. That's how the government's doing it. That's why it's socialism, back, backdoor socialism. So they give them a grading system. 
BlackRock will get a good grading system. A gun, a gun manufacturer will not get a good grading system because that's politically incorrect. They don't like gun manufacturers. Coal industry is going to have a bad, bad ESG score because they, according to the government doctrine, the United Nations doctrine, they are not environmentally friendly. So they're going to have a bad score. So your money's not going to go into those companies through your Edward Jones account or some other investment company. It's not going to go into a coal company, coal or oil. Right. It's going to go into a green uh, solar power company or so, a solar panel company, something like that, because, even though they're not making money, because that's the, that's the politically correct thing to do. So that's why I call it stealth socialism. It was floated by the United Nations about 20 years ago. A lot of people are just now talking about ESG. But the United Nations about 20 years ago said, here's what you need to do. And they're talking about America, not China, not India, America. You need to fund money and give money to the four countries of the world. And you need also to fund the environmental programs because that's their only religious edge. And that is environmentalism. It's a green gospel. So you have to, you have to support environmentalism. And so the United Nations floated that. Now this, the SEC and Joe Biden's administration is right on board with it, of course, obviously. And so that's how it's going to go. And even though you lose money, it's stealth socialism. So environmental social standards. So let's say a company, for example, says, uh, we're not going to support the transgender ideology. Boy, your, your score is going to go down. And your investors are going to say, no, we, we don't want to go there with your money because the score of that company is down. Well, how are they scoring that company? Well, they are against transgenderism. Uh, okay, so well, how, many, how many women do they have on the staff? Well, not many. So they're <laughs> going to have a poor ESG score. That's the social part of it. So that's how it's working. Um, why, why? So the United Nation is behind all this? Exactly so. Exactly right. Inv United Nations Environmental Program. And so, are the is the uh, are we the only country that the United Nations? Because you said they wouldn't do it to China or India. Are we the only country that they are controlling? Well, the United Nations is designed to bring America to its knees. That's what its purpose is. And so. Even though other countries invest in it also, the Western nations, such as Britain and other countries, are also also invest in it. But the United, the United States pay, pays the lion's share of, of dues. It pays the lion's share of NATO, which is a, an arm of the United Nations. All, all of these countries, they're not, just like Donald Trump said, those countries are not paying for their own defenses in Europe. Who's paying for them? We are. They're not interested. The United Nations is not interested to bring Bosnia down to its knees because they're already on their knees. <laughs> they're not interested in bringing Saudi Arabia down to their knees because America is dominant. It's America and freedom and God-centered worldview that they're after and they want to kill it. Wow. And so the United Nations is made up of... And uh, it's the United Nation made up of a bunch of other folk from different nations, and or who are who are these people? It, it is. Oh, it is. It is okay. So they're they're 
there are many, many nations involved in the United Nations. Right. But when the United Nations was founded uh, in 1940, uh, what was it, 46, uh, 7, 46, right after the World War II, there was a security council. They said, okay, we're going to have a security council. And this, on the security council was the United States, England, I think it was, um, but uh, Soviet Union was one of them. Soviet Union was a communist nation, and they were on the Security Council. Now, why would they put these a communist nation on the Security Council? Well, and they had one vote to cancel anything that the United States wanted to do. So, anything if we would come in there, like our Congress works, as majority the majority rules. That's how our Congress works. Right. No, that's not that's not the way United Nations works. It, it is, okay, the, the Soviet Union, and now China, can cancel anything that the United States says it wants to do by a simple vote. So now it has, has morphed into a what is called, a, what we might call a dictator's club, because most of the nations on the United Nations Security Council and the ruling elite of it are run by dictators. As a matter of fact, the, the, the head of it, Guterres, is a former member of, he's the head of the United Nations. He's a former member of the Socialist International. It's a socialist dictator's club. So what is their goal? Their goal is not to bring China more to more communism because they've already got China. China's, China's already ruling through the United Nations. So China, through the arm of the UN, is making the United States, bringing us into its orbit, saying, Here's, you're going to pay, you're going to pay money over here. This is this is what's behind the so-called free trade agreement. It, it all it did was put all of our business manufacturing into Mexico. Business manufacturing ran over to China as soon as the as the uh, the free trade agreements were signed during Clinton's period. We lost one quarter of our manufacturing. It left this country, went to China, and went to Mexico and other nations. Now, wow. why was that? Well, that was predictable. That's what this design was to do. And so now we are a poorer nation because we're a more service-oriented nation. So that's kind of a, a lot of stuff brought into one answer. But yeah, that's what's going on in the U.N. Um, so do you know why, when all this first began under Bill Clinton and all those people you just mentioned, why didn't we fight, our representative fight back to prevent it from happening then? So it well, didn't get so far. It wouldn't get so far. Yeah, because the same reason that we have we have people coming out of universities and colleges today, they're not fighting against it because the universities, uh, the university crowd, and the mainstream media has since the 1920s been in bed with socialism. Ah. They, we had many, many during Woodrow Wilson and FDR's administration. People that were in the administration were actually communist agents. People that were in academia were actually socialist-oriented. Woodrow Wilson was a, basically oriented towards socialism, and he was the first uh, academia man who was in the White House. That was Woodrow Wilson. So we had mainstream press was involved with it. We had many of our editors and people like that went over to the Soviet Union to figure out uh, when they became communists, you know, what's going on? This is wonderful over here. What are we going to do? How are we going to copy the Soviet Union? How are we going to do this? We need to do what you're doing. And they would come back and they would lie about it. 
These, these, were, these were people such as the New York Times. This was the people such as the, the New Republic magazines. And uh, there are a lot of editors like that back then. And some of them came out of it. Mackie, Max Easterman, for example, was one of those editors. He was all sold on socialism. They were sold on Nazism. They loved Nazism before it became an anti-Jew thing. But it was all government control. They loved it. So they went over there and they just studied it. And Max Eastman came out of it 20 years later and says, you know, I spent, I spent a quarter of my life fooling around with this nonsensical and socialistic theory. He said, I've, and I've fiddled my life away with it. He said, it's all wrong. And he wrote about it. He said, but this was what was going on. And so the entire, uh, the entire academia and mainstream media was all, all going socialistic way back yonder, amazing. way back then. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to just, this is so fascinating. I want to ask you about the ESG thing and, and people, a company example like BlackRock. You mentioned BlackRock. Um, so the United Nations can now tell or tell BlackRock or company like that, you have to have so many transgender people and so many women or X number of blacks or X number of this, you have to do this and that. Is that true? And why would a company like BlackRock go along with it if they're losing money from it? Well, because, the, because number one, let's pick up the last portion of that question. They, they don't lose the money. Okay, the, the CEOs of the company do not lose money. It's the investors that are losing money. Oh. Yeah, the, the CEOs, they make, they make their millions. <laughs> the Larry Finks of the world are going to have, I mean, they're, they're awash in money. But it's the investors and the company's bottom line is going to lose money. But, they, but you feel better about yourself because you are supporting... You're supporting a religious agenda by in supporting the environment. Yeah. So that's that's the deal on that. Oh. So that's why it's a religious it's a religious orientation. So you feel better about yourself because the bottom line they've lost money for the investors. Just like Bud Light, Bud Light, I have no idea what's going on in the beer world, but I know what I see on the news. <laughs> I don't drink. I don't all touch the beer or anything like that, but okay, they came out with a transgender that wanted to, they were going to support, or they were going to advertise with the transgender. Did they lose money? Yeah, they lost a lot of money. Did they come out and repent publicly and say, we're sorry? No, they haven't said anything, no. as far as I know. I haven't, I haven't heard, heard anything. anything about it. Yeah, they're, they're willing to take the hit for the, for the investors in the company and for the people who are the, out on the street but the people on the top make the money. Now, number two is the United Nations telling them, well, at this point, the United Nations doesn't need to tell you to do anything because the colleges and universities have sold these packages of socialism to all of the students and all of the people, the Larry Finks of this world. They're socialist in orientation themselves. They don't need the UN to tell them to do it. It may make a suggestion or the World Economic Council with Klaus Schwab to tell them to do something. And then they just, oh, OK, I'll do it. They're, so, they're all sold on it. They're all they're all in the same boat together. Amazing. So it's, you know, just like Joe Biden, Joe Biden, you don't have to go tell him, OK, let, let, we want to 
why, why don't you invest in companies or support companies that support transgenderism? Well, you don't need to go tell Joe Biden that. He's already on board with yeah. that. He loves that. That's what his deal is. Yeah. And his administration is filled with people like that. So you don't need the U.N. to tell him to do it. He's just, oh, yeah, I love that. That's what I want to do. <laughs> they're, they're godless. They're godless. <laughs> and, they, and they love it. And that's what they want to do. Yesterday they had uh, lesbian recognition, recognitional day or something like that. Do you ever imagine that one day in America, a day would be set aside to to recognize lesbians? No. Uh, his uh, press secretary mentioned that. I, I, I forgot. Right. Yeah, what a mess. Pierre. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't that a Yo, mess? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the, the, the news was made when she was announced as the press secretary because she was the first black, a trans, <laughs> a black lesbian, blah, 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 blah. It's like... <laughs> All right, we're not we're not interested in quality and right. intelligence. We're interested in whether they fit a particular box or not. Yep. What yeah, what a mess! It was Lesbian Visibility Week. Amazing. Yeah. So, Bill, this seemed like uh, we are under attack because these people hate capitalism, right? And Correct. capitalism runs on oil and gas, and so. Correct. If we were not a capitalist country, they wouldn't bother with us because we were all there to be screwed up, right? That's correct. Yeah, America is is wealthy and has been through the years because of freedom and liberty. And we've unleashed the American spirit and and people were able to have be entrepreneurs and and come up with their own companies and invest. But at the same time, this Marxist doctrine, this neo-Marxist doctrine has, has infiltrated and invaded the minds of so many people in the top that they are not interested in liberty and freedom any longer. Tell the folks how to get to your website, read your writings, listen to your radio show, and all the things you're doing. Thank you, Jesse, for that. You know, this uh, beginning in this year... I'm writing for News Talk 1290 website, which is News Talk 1290, and that's in Wichita Falls. It's a dot-com address, I believe. And so uh, the American Liberty with Bill Lockwood, I have not written for that, uh, the web, my website. Um, I kind of let that one go. Um, people can still donate to the program if yeah. they wanted to. There's a donate button there. But uh, So the News Talk 1290 website is, is, is where, uh, where I write. And then I also have a... I call the program, I change the program up a little bit, and I call it Patriotic Pulpit instead of American Liberty. I call it Patriotic Pulpit, and that's on Spotify. It's also on Amazon Music. Those are the two apps it's on right now, Patriotic Pulpit. Amazing. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I hope the people support you, too, in what you're doing. It's amazing work. Bill, I want to ask, there's so many things I want to ask. Uh, let me see. I don't want to be all crazy with it. Um <laughs> I mentioned that America is a capitalist society, and they don't like that, so they're trying to destroy that. And um, when Obama and now Joe Biden announced that they were going to put single family, they will recommend single family in, uh, oh, they eliminated single family in uh, certain zones and certain area. Is that right. part of the socialist plan? Sure, absolutely. 
socialism basically is is a doctrine, it's a worldview that that allows the people at the top to ma- manage and manipulate everybody at the bottom. So whether it be eliminating neighborhoods that have single-family homes in them, which they have already done in Portland, Oregon, and they that's part of it. They they do the same thing in Baltimore. They've they've got all this, and and they're doing the same thing, by the way. And for example, in Coronado Island, where you've been in California, there, yeah, they're coming in now. The California government is telling Coronado, you have to build nine hundred and something like nine hundred and twelve low income apartments in on this island, which is very elite island. You know, the lots would sell for a million dollars or so. It's got Hotel Del Coronado there. It's a beautiful place. The Navy base is there. And it's a place where people have gone to retire if they worked all their lives and they can afford it, you know. Yeah. Obviously it's obviously you can't not everybody can afford it. So but now they say, Oh no, 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 you have to you have to put nine hundred and twelve low income apartments houses on Coronado Island. Well, what's that going to do? It's going to it's going to make it as Tucker Carlson has said very well on television, it makes it it's going to make it lower and dirtier and nastier. That's exactly what's going to happen. Now, I know Yahoo News jumps all over. They just absolutely jump all over themselves. And they can't stand that kind of talk. They think that's so racist. And so <laughs> that's exactly what happens. You go to any inner city. That's exactly what's going on. <laughs> oh, man. <mess. So. laughs> and, and, and they use the word uh, equity. And equity sound right. like like you're just trying to be fair. You right. just want to be right. And the people fall for that word, right. not seeing what's really going on behind that word. Right. They're forcing people to. So, okay, this is a neighborhood that's primarily white. And so there's not enough blacks in here. There's not enough Mexicans here. So, okay, we got to change it up. It's amazing. Why don't they do that with the churches? You know, churches yeah. is a good illustration if we have a, a congregation of people that are white, black, Mexican, whatever, that's great. People, we're happy to have whoever wants to come in the doors. But if you just let people shake out society as they want to shake out, you'll have you'll have a lot of black churches. And that's because they, they want to worship with themselves. They, they're more in common with that. Right. They're white churches. It's not evil. Right. It's not a matter of evil thing. It's just people congregate. With those with whom they have the most in common, Absolutely. even though, yeah. So I mean, it's just so it, it doesn't matter. It, we're happy to have mixed congregations. Everybody's free to worship as they would want to worship. The same thing regarding housing. Let people work, live where they want to live. Choose their neighborhoods. Choose their schools. That's fine. But the government doesn't like that. They say no. That's all racist. So I suppose the next thing they're going to do is come to the church and say, you know, the black churches have 100% black people in the churches, that's sinful. That's wrong because it means you're prejudiced. So we're going to have to put, you're going to have to have the, half the congregation be white. Uh, and that's how they're doing it. That's how they're doing it in the prison systems. That's what they're doing in the prison. Say, okay, you have, uh, the prison systems have primarily minorities in them. That means we've got prejudice in the society that's making it that way. So we're going to have to change it up. And they're letting, they're letting the minorities out of prison who've committed capital crimes. Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. So, you know, anyway. Amazing. So uh, I, I was thinking of something during the break when you were talking about socialism and how it's been taught in the universities. When I was growing up, 
it was uh, there were trade schools everywhere where you would go and learn a trade, plumbing trade, whatever, and then you start your own business or you work for someone, and you appreciated freedom even more so. But they start to get rid of the trade schools and encourage people to go to college. And so I'm wondering, in trade school, it wasn't as easy to brainwash the people as it is in the universities, right? That is an excellent, excellent point. That's exactly what has happened. And I haven't really thought about it from that angle necessarily, but I do know you're exactly right. They they disincentivized trade schools. Yeah. They eliminated them in the high schools, and they wanted everybody to go to college. And we had high schools in this area that were saying, okay, everybody's going to go to college. Well, what was behind that? I think you're exactly right. That's where they that's where they get real indoctrination going yeah. because the colleges are filled with Marxist professors. Right here in Wichita Falls, Midwestern State University, so many Marxist style professors right here in Texas, and that's they have they'll they're they're larded with that. They're lard you saw what was going on at the University of North Carolina <clears throat> excuse me, Carolina the other day. The they the the state legislature, I think it's in North Carolina, came up with the the idea that, okay, the colleges need to teach the Constitution. Wow. The professors, hundreds of them signed a statement. Oh, you're violating academic freedom. And so we're going to, that can't be. We can't teach the Constitution. No, they want to teach Marx. They want to teach a Marxist worldview. And they want to brainwash the, the kids that are coming there. They want to do that. They don't want to teach the Constitution. Uh, I, uh, I, I just thought about all that concern in the college versus trade school because I've often wondered since being an adult, why would they get rid of trade school? It, it was easy for the people to start businesses and everything. Uh, they, they, the folks thought for themselves, practical thinking. And right. it made you, I know so many people my age that went through trade schools and they have amazing businesses and plumbers and, you know, things like that. And they are free right. thinkers. And then I know some who have gone to college and they, they don't have anything going for themselves. They have a piece right. of paper they paid $100,000 for, but they can't think. They're not free. They don't even do the kind of work they went to college to do. But they right. absolutely lost their sense of self-control for sure. You know, some of the smartest people that I know, I can think of two or three men right now that are brilliant, that never went to college, and they, but they can do anything. Yeah. They, can, they can start businesses. They start a businesses. They work in factories. They, they, they can do anything. They, okay, they ask, oh, well, we don't, something's broken over here. Well, they, they'll get him to come over and take care of it yeah. because they, he knows how to do it. He knows how yeah. to make it. He knows how to wire it. He knows how to build it. He, I thought, these guys are brilliant. <laughs> many of them like that. Yes. And, uh, you know. What a mess. So yeah. I, I got to ask, have any states fought back against all of this? Uh, nobody's fighting back. Do you know well, if any I, states have ESG, fought against it? for example? It? You mean against ESG? Yes, yes. Not to my knowledge. I think that uh, probably uh, Florida, the governor there, uh, DeSantis, probably, I don't know if he has had that on his agenda or not, but to my knowledge, they're they're not fighting back against it uh, because it is, it, as one writer put it, it's stealth socialism. 
And that's why I use that phraseology, it's stealth socialism, kind of backdoor socialism. And so I don't know that any state has uh, crushed down on it. Uh, they, they had a Supreme Court uh, case that came out maybe about a year ago and actually uh, put some kibosh on it. And so the but, you know, as you know, socialists, they don't give up. The Marxists don't give up. They just say, OK, we'll wait our time and we'll get around and we'll do it this way. Mm. Um, but anyway, that's that's how they do. They just continue to, to eat away at it. Amazing. You wrote uh, or write in another article called the uh, uh, Aslan is the name of the mystical homeland of the Aztecs. Tell us about that. Well, this is, uh, you know, the reason I, I brought all this up in recently is because I noticed, uh, of course, the, the big news that this week was Tucker Carlson was let go of Fox News. Yeah. And I saw there are a lot of people that make comments saying that, oh, wow, he was so racist and he's a white supremacist and that kind of nonsense. And one of the reasons they said that was because he said, well, with open borders, you're going to bring not only the the financial level of a country down, he's going to bring more poverty into this country. But he said, you're going to make the country filthier and dirtier. And that's at least how he was reported as talking about it. And it's, but it's really by design. And I thought, you know, <clears throat> look, this is something that the mainstream media in Mexico City was preaching 30 and 40 years ago. And that is that uh, a columnist by the name of De Mola, for example, wrote an Excelsior magazine, which was the equivalent of the Mexican equivalent of New York Times, saying, this is a reconquista of the Southwest, and we're going to bring so many Mexicans in here that we're going to reconquer it. And so they call it even this mythical home, Aztlan. And that is a, 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 a reconquering of the land that we lost in the, when Santa Ana, they lost, in the, lost the war in 1848. So there's, uh, there's several writers that have, the mainstream writers and novelists in Mexico that have been preaching this for a long, long time, and that is the reconquering of the Southwest. When I was preaching in East Texas, we had a, a Spanish preacher because we want to we want to save the souls of people, who, you know, and, and preach to them, reach out to them. Yeah. So it's not a, against Mexican people. So we had a Mexican preacher, and his name uh, I've forgotten his name, but he told me. I, I mentioned I says I asked him if he have heard, heard of that reconquista. He said absolutely. He said everybody knows about it. He said, "That's the Mexican people. They, this was in Marshall, Texas. There's a there's a large growing Mexican population in Marshall, Texas that were illegals coming from Mexico, and we we're preaching to them." He said, "They all know about it." He said, "Reconquista is something that, yeah, we know about that. That's what that's yeah, that's part of it." And so, I, you know, it, it's just one of those things. So when Tucker Carlson said it, he just said what they themselves have been saying for a long time. And one of the writers even said. Uh, I've forgotten which Mexican writer. I think it was the novelist. Who, uh, I've, I've have her name down here. But anyway, she said, "You know, we're going to bring the lowest class, the poorer, and the and she called them the cockroaches over into America, and that's how it's going to be." Well, what's happening? Our our uh, levels of of income have dropped dramatically in this country. 
our outflow to other nations continues to go. And we say, well, we got to get down there and help those poor countries. So we send money down to uh, Central American countries and go down there and send billions of dollars down there to help them because the reason they're coming up here is they're, they're poor. I don't have any doubt, and I, I understand that. But all we're going to do is make America poorer and yeah. filthier and dirtier because they're, they're, they say they're bringing their cockroaches over here. Now, I don't say that that myself, that, okay, that's all the people, but that's basically what their view of it is. And Aztlan is this mythical home that they have preached for a long time of reconquering the land that they lost in 1848 when they had a war with the United States. Amazing. We, we put a map up to show the land that they that these people think that they're going to take back. That's amazing. I, uh, so Texas, can you see it up there? Oh, yeah. California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Correct. even Oklahoma, Colorado, Utah, and Nevada. They think they're going to take all that land back? Right. They think that that's going to be become <laughs> their So What the? Yeah, they call it the Great Replacement, and it's called, they, call it, they call it the Great Replacement concept. And so when Tucker Carlson mentioned that, the Great Replacement, well, I tell you, our mainstream media, who love to be ignorant about everything, they just they, they became apoplectic about it. They, just, they, 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 they couldn't even think straight. So one of the writers, now let me just mention a couple of names. One of them is Monica Mandel in the NewsMexico.com news service. This is 2002. And she said, most of these immigrants are going to come, they live in the border states, California, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, the same ones Mexico lost when President Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana agreed, signed an agreement to end the invasion in 1848 and ceded to us, ceded to the United States 2.5 million square kilometers of Mexican territory. This is preoccupation. Then the Mexican government, in a council study, the National Council on Population, which is called CONAPO, she cited Canapo's study, said this is a reoccupation of this territory. It's steady but, and slow, but it is steady. Uh, here's another one. Elena Poniatowska said Mexican, uh, Mexico, Mexico is at this moment recovering territories it lost in the past to the United States thanks to immigration. Uh, Carlos Lore de Mola, an Excelsior newspaper, whom I mentioned a moment ago, and he's the one who used uh, pretty tough language about it. Then Charles Trujillo, who was a, a professor at University of New Mexico, says, hey, Chicano study says, yeah, this is what's going on. This is what we're doing. And he Amazing. said, we need to do it. So it's not just about the Democrats getting more voters. It's about taking over the country. Uh, right. Bill, we're running out of time here. The clock going to cut us off in a minute. Tell the okay. folks again how to reach you. Well, the, the material I write is on News Talk 1290. That's the website, News Talk 1290. And uh, I have articles there. That's, of course, the station also that I have the, the show on. I, it's in uh, Abilene, Lubbock, and here at home in Wichita Falls. And it is called Patriotic Pulpit. And then you can find me on Amazon Music app as well as Spotify app as well. Patriotic Pulpit. Amazing.